Welcome, welcome. Hey, there's Wiggly. I'd like to speak and add as host. How are you? I'm welcome. How are you? I'm good too. I'm just I'm having some cereal right now. That's good. I'm having some uh, chocolate milk with some caffeine. <laughs> I mean, hey, you're having a chocolate coffee is what I'm hearing. Yes. It is certainly morning. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> I just realized that I typed the title Castle Norma. It's pretty funny. I'm not fully awake either, so there's that. Um. Oh, I see. I see we have a regular here already. Hey, what's up? Hello, friendo. So, welcome um, to our first podcast of 2023. Um, this is the Tea Time at Castle Nim, um, Otome Isekai podcast. Thanks for joining us. Anyway, um, so our first thing is our brief introduction. Um, my name is Whitlash, and you can call me Wit. Um, I do most of the technical stuff for the sub and just, um, general moderating. Um, it is your turn, Wiggly. Hi, I'm Wiggly Derp. I am third uh, mod on the sub. I'm currently eating cereal, which I'm almost done with. Um, I am also just general mod, you know, making sure people are following the rules and properly tagging things and stuff like that. So, yeah. Hi. Uh, Preteen, uh, also a mod, uh, just general housekeeping, enforcing the rules, really. I'm Zeredge. Basically the same as poutine. I just do general modding here and there, keeping the house clean, sometimes at night when nobody's on. There's people on at night. I know. Sometimes I'm on at night and I see I see rules being broken. Yeah, so I just check like right before I go to sleep at like four. Okay. So the first um item on our agenda is that we were going to give some recommendations um, that are what we consider elite series, um, both in plot and in art. So I know that, I mean, for me, my standards are pretty damn low. Like I'm not out here trying to get the best of the best all the time. Like really no, because lots of those series, in my opinion, don't update frequently enough. Like it's like feast or famine with them. Um, and then the other thing is, like, I need, like, a constant, like, reading supply, like, because I'm reading as chapters come. I do binges, too, though. But, like, um, but I feel like the really high-quality series are hard to come by. Like, it's more frequent to have, like, your average trash or whatever. Like, but today we're going to talk about, like, series that we think are excellent in both regards which are rare so um i'll go first uh we do have a talking order um the first one that i wanted to recommend was um an unseemly lady um aka um the little lady behind the scenes um so i had never read unseemly lady an unseemly lady when it was actually coming out um, it gets hard for me to pick up a series when there's like a lot of hype around it. It be it becomes like, oh, I'm 
scared because like what if my expectations are not i don't even know why i have expectations at this point let me just put that out there but um anyway i had not read it while it was coming out most of the time i read stuff right as it launches right but um but when Un unseemly lady was coming out aka little lady behind scenes i was like well just wait you know these like these, this the the girls have pink hair. We all know that like the pink-haired heroines always end in tragedy and whatever. I'm like, okay, I don't know if my heart is ready for this, but I really feel like I missed out um, on the initial like hype when that was coming out because it is such a marvelous series. I just binged it um, like this the past like maybe thirty days or something. I binged it, I guess like season one had ended. Um, and there's, I believe 40 chapters, don't quote me, I might be wrong, um, where it's uh, it's basically telling the story. Again, I'm, I'm talking about an unseemly lady, AKA the little lady behind the scenes. So um, this girl transmigrates into the body of the younger sister of the heroine of a novel um like the main the main female lead is her sister and she has a harem of, of dudes um but the thing about it is like she knows that if her sister goes down the original route um it's gonna end in tragedy and she has to prevent that because she believes that her sister deserves way more than that um she's just an all-around goddess like the best you know like so talented and beautiful and she deserves the f in the world so um anyway so she's like all right i'm gonna need to stop my sister from getting with a bad guy um basically uh i want because i want her to be have a better life so then she um you know she sets out and she's like all right i need to cock block this guy who was her original fiance um I gotta make sure that she didn't get, get engaged to this guy no matter what, right? That was like first order of business for her. Um, but anyway, she, yeah, so it, it's not really a spoiler. This stuff has been out for like, who knows how long at this point that the first season has finished, but she accomplishes her first main goal, which is, like I said, to make sure that the trash scumbag ex doesn't get with her sister because that ends in misery, right? Um, she doesn't want that. So in the process, though, of, you know, like keeping keeping her sister from getting with a bad guy, she th there's so there's there's three other like, I don't want to say like beta orbiters, but they're not beta at all. They're, they're just <laughs> they're just there's, there's three other dudes in her harem in the sister's harem, which is like the uh, the like future archmage or whatever is like the most talented magician um then you've got the grand duke or like the future grand duke um who's related to royalty I, idk um but yeah that guy so he's like the cunning the cunning character you've got the kooky mage character and then there's the the really like modest knight like he's like the captain of the knights or the second division of the knights whatever um, so those are like the three other guys in the harem of the sister. Again, I'm talking about an unseemly lady or the little lady behind the scenes. 
So in the process of like eliminating the first trash scumbag, um, she now like gets on good terms with the other male leads. Um, and then the, the other male leads bring playmates for her, for the younger sister, who is, we're seeing things from her point of view. And the playmates that they brought kind of become like her harem, like the younger sister. And this is the other reason why I was like, man, I don't know about picking this up. Like this author is kind of ballsy for doing like one harem for the older sister and one harem for the younger sister. Like, oh, pretty ballsy. I see what you're doing there. Like that's a bold move, Captain. So um, yeah, but anyway, they, but the thing is, despite my doubts, they like, they really pull it off. It's a really good story. And the art is just like absolutely magnificent. Um, the older sister and the younger sister have these like baller matching outfits. Like you can tell the artist is pouring their hearts and souls into creating these matching outfits for the siblings. And I mean, oh, I love them. I'm living for it. Fashion wise, I'm living for it. Um, they're also like super over the top, like their hairstyles too. Cause you know how like some artists are like, well, we'll put some effort into the outfits, but not into the accessories and hair and all that. But no, this this artist is like, no, we go in ham. We go in ham on everything. Everything is going to look like absolutely top tier, you know, like so good. So, and then I, in my opinion, like everyone is attractive in this series. Um, I'm talking about an unseemly lady, like even the bad guys are like, oh, it's, they're very attractive. Like there's no one who looks bad. And I, I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of effort that is put into making these chapters. Maybe, I, I don't know if it's on hiatus because it's pretty common to have hiatus based on like health concerns for manhwa artists. I mean, there's just a lot of effort on their part. So it, it hasn't come back yet to my knowledge, but that was the first series that I wanted to recommend as my elite um, Atomi Isekai recommendation. So that's, that's me. Um, well, me. I just wanted, I just wanted to insert like a, a bit of uh, what you were talking about with your um, pick so far. Um, also, just quick mention, um, there's going to be a list of discussed series uh, of series that we've discussed um, posted in the comments after the uh, talk is done. So don't worry about missing out on whatever like series we talked about or whatever, anything like that. It'll all be there. So don't worry. Um, so yeah, I remember this one, uh, An Unseemly Lady, uh, when it first came out. Um, it was it was very popular at the time when it um, when it first came out and for for a while and then it, it faded into obscurity in the shadows of, of the subreddit. Um, but yeah, uh, I I at first I really enjoyed it, but then after a while, I I kind of it's kind of on the back burner right now. I kind of want to get back into it, but at the same time, I'm not really actively trying to do that um but yeah the, the art's great I love the matching outfits are super great and cute um I obviously I'm obviously rooting for um soft boy night I love me some soft boys yeah. 
Yes, yes, yes. I'm so, his, so sassy. Um, his, yeah, his his titties are bigger than my facial. He's very he's very buff. He's a buff soft boy. So I mean that's that I mean that's not the reason why. I just I just think he's like really nice and polite and shy. I like I like those kind of characters. They make me want to protect them. They're like innocent, you know? Like don't hurt them. So yeah, as but uh I haven't really got back into back into it. I think yeah, there I think there's yeah, like 48 chapters. I I'm sure I've read I've seen like more updates on other um scan later sites but but yeah uh it's good it's good to hear that one it hasn't been mentioned in a while so yeah. uh, um as for my pick um i'm going i'm going with the classic right now i'm going with the top tier classic um a stepmother's machiren or uh, the fantasy of a stepmother is the official title um it's about the main character, uh, Shuli, who um, who has to deal with like her step family that is not very great. There's the son Jeremy, who's taking over the the family. Uh, there's Elias, who's the younger brother of uh, Jeremy and then there's the twins Rachel and Leon I believe and in the first um timeline before our main character regresses um they're not good to her this is like a it's a sad family it's not messed up but it's just you can tell it's broken there's like miscommunication there's not communication going on people don't respect each other kind of thing there's no support for each other it's 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 a mess it's a mess of a family so uh surely mysteriously uh goes back in time to um the children's childhood because in the first uh, before that they were all uh adults they were grown they were grown children um and she's decided that okay, this is my second chance to finally do right by her late husband, um, Johan, or Johannes, um, who passed away, and his, and he wanted her to take care of the, the family until Jeremy became of age. Uh, so she's decided to go ahead and um not yeah basically piece this family back together it's nice and wholesome but it's also very dark um and realistic there's like a lot of good character development and growth that we see from uh the kids uh and and Shuli herself the art is amazing i find i and it's also um, based in Germany. Like the, I think, yeah. There's no, there's no magic or anything in it. There's not even any magic. It's not really a fantasy. Um, it's Germany, based on the. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's German, but like what, like the famous castle that you see 
like that's on the hill that everybody like posts on Reddit and everything that uh, Najwa sign castle or whatever. It's pretty much based on that. That's the family that it's based off of. Um, I like the period accurate clothing, which is I believe 18th century um, dress, aristocratic dress. Um, it's very well done. It's amazing. The art's great. The storytelling's great. There's like arcs, like proper like anime arcs in in the in, a, in the manhwa. Um, like this, like we focus on this this section of the story, and then this section, and then this section, and then this section. There's no like. Um, there's not really much of a, a a break. Maybe there's like an intermission. There's not much filler. And even if there is filler, there's it's like a progression. Like we we get like a it's kind of like a brief um character recap of how far the uh, characters in the stories have come to how they were before, and slight foreshadowing of what's going to happen in the current arc um uh so so yeah i i really like it i really enjoy it it's it was on hiatus for a very long time most of last year and now it's back they're coming back with it um so i'm very excited and also um seven seas entertainment has announced that they're going to publish hard copies of a stepmother's monster so I'm going Those to spend my money on that. Oh, that. Like, I, they're going I know to sell out. They're definitely going to sell out. I am going to be spending my money on that. I am a cheap-ass person. If I can get it for free, I will get it for free. But this is good enough to where I'm like, okay, I'm going to support the artist. I'm going to support the company and everything because it's just that good. And that's my... Uh, that's my first pick. Awesome. Yeah, it's a very, that's a classic. I mean, it is, it's kind of like a must read. Like, I feel like uh, it's a definite. Yes. If, if, if there's any newbies out there and you're trying to figure out which one's the best series, like a, a great start to the series with a good art, a stepmother's matron is the top, uh, the top choice. Like top recommendation. Awesome. Okay, it is Poutine's turn. Uh, okay. Um, I guess the one I wanted to talk about. Um, figured for my picks, I'd pick stuff that's like less popular. Uh, just so people get a bit more exposure to them. Uh, and maybe start like talking about them more. <laughs> um, the first one is Heroin Survival, which is a kind of twist on the genre it is still like an otome uh isekai but it takes it from a more action-oriented perspective where rather than taking the path of the original heroine of the series the main character essentially becomes like a mercenary and then ends up eventually following a similar path um, and ending up in the same places that the original character would have ended up in, except taking a bit of a different journey to reach there. So it's very outside of what's typically considered in this genre, but I think it's a fun twist. Um, 
and could be something interesting if you were looking for something a bit different and wanted to see what like a kind of twist on the genre would end up being. And it's on manga decks, and it's a manga, by the way, which does mean there's like 10 chapters total. So, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I, I see how, and uh, it's, so it's basically just like the female character, the, yeah, the female character is just going through the story, but as like a secondary character? Yeah, so she is the, like, she is the heroine, but rather than taking the typical steps of becoming like a, like a commoner who becomes noticed by someone like high up and then becomes elevated, she becomes a mercenary and eventually, despite following a very different path, she still ends up like in a manner and becoming a maid. And instead of a typical maid, she's a combat maid. And she still gets noticed by someone who is in a higher status and ends up like taken into an elevated situation. But like the steps following that same traditional path are very different. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really, really good series. I, I feel like it's like a common occurrence, like in Atomi Isekai, where like, there are certain things that you can't avoid, you know, like, yeah, like, I guess, like, the whole premise is, like, fate is not determined, you can escape your fate to some extent, but, like, you know, there's also, like, a lot of our series in our, in our genre where there's still, to some extent, fate is still working, it's, like, you know, little claws around stuff, like, and, like, you see it all the time, you know, like where, like, for example, you know, um, Lydia's Great Escape, like, you know, like, there's always going to be some kind of like, Deus Ex Machina or whatever, like, kind of force, universal force trying to, like, move things in the original direction. And that's kind of like, I think that that is, it makes our stories more interesting. And human survival is, like, one of those where it's, like, there's definitely, like, something else moving behind the scenes, you know? Okay, this sounds interesting. I'm going to check it out. It's a consequence of, like, the genre is, like, very structured, right? It has a lot of common tropes, and that's kind of what we all like about it. But it's fun when those tropes are kind of, like, played around and seen how can you interpret them in a different perspective? Yeah, it makes it really fun, like, experimenting with the different, like, variables, like, oh, if I do this, what, you know, what is, yeah, exactly, like, the cause and effect thing. It's fun, and it's, and, you know, a lot of people are like, well, we're getting, you know, really, really sick of the same old, same old, and, like, that's not true. I feel like people are becoming more inventive because of like the repetitiveness of stories in the genre. Like people are getting more creative and more innovative as to like, hey, how can we subvert things? How can we like change stuff up? Like I, I enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. What What I'm a bit concerned about is, is in that uh, topic is since everybody's uh, like trying to subvert the thing, subvert like the general like normal tropes that we see um what i find concerning is that um sometimes it's just not gonna work out like sometimes i I, i've seen people try and twist um the usual 
tail and turn it on its head and it, it just ends up like a garbled mishmash mess and that that's like just be on the lookout for any if you see signs of things derailing um probably eject now because you don't want to become invested and have everything ruined okay it is zara's turn so uh, i've already talked about the series a lot and y'all already know oh my god for Wait. better or for oh. worse <laughs> I love this series. I'll keep talking about it. I know it's been years since I've started talking about it. And then, and I will never stop talking about it. It's honestly one of the best series I've ever read. I just love the character writing, both Dylan and Cedric. It has phenomenal uh, writing for, for the dialogue. And the art as well is is just amazing the way that they draw uh dylan's hair is absolutely beautiful i just love the hairstyles for a lot of the characters i just love the um character um character designs for basically all the characters An another thing that in the art which i'm sure a lot of people would love is as Cedric, the main, uh, the main lead, main guy lead, he just keeps getting wider. I, I swear, he keeps getting wider every every chapter. He's he's working. Hold up, his... did you say that people would like this though? So... Yes, he he's just he's he's getting the man titties. He's just getting wider. He's he's getting buffer, and and it's the funniest thing because they keep saying like, oh, he's just sitting as a sitting in his office working every day yeah, he's doing day. like secret workouts or something it has to be has to be and like every time you see him he's just like his chest puffs out more he's just getting wider along the shoulders i'm like dang that is so funny i don't know he just keeps getting wider he just fills the entire entire you know what we screen. need not wrong because i have noticed it too i'm like why are your booties growing sir it's very confusing it's that's what happens i guess when you're like picking up the pen instead of the weights you know you're writing all day you're working out your arms your chest picking up paperwork you what know, we need for for this is we need a time lapse so like we need to do a time lapse of like uh, Cedric's progression from like the before to to current, and it would be I bet it would be great. I recently looked at the first chapter, uh, of For Better or For Worse, and I saw Cedric, and I was like, "Boy, you need meat on that bone." And then I look at the <laughs> latest chapter, and he's like wide, big, buff. And I'm like, "All right, you know, it took a few. I don't know. I think it's like in." in the story like months or maybe, something maybe, maybe his chest grows as his feelings grow <laughs> oh oh yeah if you looked at the latest chapter oh yeah i, I, good I stuff. can say this <laughs> married life has been good to him apparently. oh yeah definitely he has he has definitely eaten more also I, I talked about the art and everything but oh man the dialogue between characters is just absolutely my favorite i don't really know there's other than bring the love which is another series that's really good bring the love um it has really good conversations between characters like there's no mis 
I mean, there's some miscommunication, but that's like they they just kind of don't talk about that. It's like the thing they don't talk about, but they talk about almost everything except for this one thing, and it just it just bugs me kind of. But it's it's getting resolved. It's it's gradually getting resolved, and that's good. But but it's fine. It's fine. It's it's a good series. I I love it. Uh, the mother-in-law is absolutely amazing. More fangs for everyone. It's like the main thing about the series is the fangs of the female characters. And and it's amazing. I recommend it. It's top tier in my book. And I'll keep talking about it even next time. Until the day you die. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I actually didn't read For Better or For Worse for a while like several months and then i guess like it came back whatever for season three or season three season yeah three. so anyway i binged like 20 chapters so now i'm caught up but like it's just crazy i mean i for me i was like i think i can wait to let these chapters pile up because you know, we've said it before, and it's okay. It's not really a fault, but, like, there's no really, like, any conflict in the series. Um, there is no that's, conflict. That's and fine. I think that that's works totally for it. fine, you know? <laughs> but but there was actually a, a bit of conflict with the 20 chapters that I binged, and I was like, oh, hello. Like, where did this Morgan dude come from? Like, he's kind of a scumbag. Um, and, I mean, they had mentioned him before, like, earlier in the series, but you don't know how much of a scumbag he really is until he, he gets on there and you're like, wow, your infamy has preceded you, sir. Like, you are actually worse than what we imagined. Um, so, yeah. I do love the I way Dylan handled her, or the guy. Dylan just handles every problem with brute force not not a physical brute force but just verbal brute force and it's absolutely amazing she don't take no shit is basically what you're saying i still haven't read it i know that everybody loves this series i just i just still haven't read it yet i i know it's good i have it on my plan to read list but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. That's okay. I mean, we're at a time and age where, like, you don't need to pick up every single series. But I feel like the ones that we've mentioned today are, like, really, really great. So um, our second round of recommendations, I'll start. Um, so we're talking today, we're talking about Elite series that we love um, for Otome Isekai, the ones that we consider really um solid gold for like both plot and art um and which are rare like uh it's hard to find those like that are excelling in both of those fields but um my next recommendation is called when the black moon rises so it's one of those like in my opinion rare um like um eastern atomi isekais um, and no one, like, I feel like no one is reading this series, <laughs> or it, like, never gets mentioned, um, but anyway, it is so good. I wish that more people would pick it up. So it's called When the Black Moon Rises. Um, I could not, I can't pronounce her names. Um, if I try, I'm just gonna fail, 
But basically, um, our homie um, that we, the, the point of view is from the daughter of one of the clans um, in like these like Woksha uh, cultivation worlds, you know, like there's mainly like a head ancestral clan um, that's like the leader of like several like lower families. It's not that much different from the European like monarchy structure system. Um, but anyway, like, I think her name is Sehua. I could be fucking that up. Like I said, don't ask me to pronounce these names. I don't want to butcher them. But, um, she is, um, a daughter, uh, of the only daughter of one of the most prominent, um, families in their ancestral clan. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like in their universe, um, if they like, have enough divine power they can ascend so like again this is one of the like wuxia cultivation series where you can actually um you know there's like a lot of cultivation um but it is like that's usually not my jam first of all um uh i don't read a lot of manhua like chinese manhua um i mostly read manga um, manga and manhua but um but the thing about it is this is like a chinese cultivation type story but it is drawn um by like a korean manhua artist so um the style is different it's not like your typical chinese manhua um but that's besides the point the point is that it is an eastern otome isekai um, and I consider it top tier because the story is coming from uh, the point of view of the daughter of one of the prominent families um, in their clan. And basically their opposing faction um, like that was getting stronger. It was another clan that was getting stronger. And she was sent, she was sent like on a mission um, by the clan leader to basically I on the other um on the other family as a hostage so like because these two factions are hostile with each other she was like okay well you're gonna be sent there um you know under the guise as a hostage but you're going to gain information about their families um for when we need it for like war like going against them in war or whatever but I mean, and this happens like in the first chapter, so I'm not really like spoiling anything, but basically the people from her ancestral clan that sent her off to be a hostage at the opposing faction, like end up betraying her and like executing her and her family. And it's like, not like guillotine chan status for the execution, it is like, way fucking worse because they they make them consume this poison which is like acid like it like kills you on the inside and it's like a slow and painful death so it's like oh my god okay we just went so much harder than we would have like with the guillotine you just kind of get one clean shot and that's it but like no no they don't do that in this series um which I'm talking about when the black moon rises. Um, so anyway, homegirl is pissed, right? Of course she's pissed. 
she comes back, you know, years before any of this shit goes down. Um, she's fixing to get sent off, like, as a hostage um, to the opposing faction. And she's like, wait, hold up. I can't let that happen. Like, I can't do, I can't go through what I went through and have all my family killed, have this, like, awful fucking betrayal. Like, I need to stop this, right? So, um, so, like, she returns if I'm not mistaken, she returns the day that their clan leader is telling her, like, oh, you're going to become a hostage or whatever. Like, she returns that day, and she's like, um, no, let's not, let's not do that. So she manages to talk them down um, from, from doing that, and then it sets in motion um, everything, like, that happens with the plot and all that. But the thing about it is the it's not really like a twist or anything, but like the the male lead also I can't remember if he also regresses. Um yeah, no, he does. Um but basically he has all the memories too of like their past lives, like their like past um years that they had spent together and he was like he had already fallen in love with her when she is sent to their opposing faction. Um, and it was like a kind of like a one-sided love at that point. Like he had always admired her, even if the rest of his family had treated her like shit. He always tried to help her out during that time while she was being as held as a hostage there and she was, you know, trying to get information for her own clan. Um, but he never treated her badly. He was always the one helping her out and shit. So anyway, so he remembers it all. And so, like, pretty soon after she comes back, he also is like, oh, my God, she's back. Like, I need to get to her. But the way that, like, I guess their country is, like, he has to make this long-ass journey to make it to her side of the country or whatever. And, like, anyway, so there's that. And it's awesome because the art is so beautiful like everything is so beautifully drawn there's beautiful outfits for them which are on like traditional eastern clothing um you know like the backdrops are super beautiful because it's like you know like in this like ancient eastern cultivation setting so like there's like lush mountainscapes and you know like the rivers and you know like they're so beautiful so I think that it's like one of my elite um, recommendations because number one, no one is reading this shit. Like I really need more people to read this shit. Number two, um, like the plot is is honestly really good and compelling. Like the the female lead, <clears throat> she is strong both mentally and physically. So she is able to enact her plans. Um, you know, she, like she does some scheming and stuff to get, to get stuff, uh, to get her objectives accomplished. Um, but she's also like not physically weak, so she can lay the beat down if necessary. Um, and yeah, and I mean, every everyone is awesome. The, the male lead is like pretty much a himbo. Like would you anything for female lead, especially now that they've come back. Um, he's basically willing to risk it all for her, right? Like, and we like, we like those kinds of relationships. Um, 
So yeah, highly recommend. Um, ten out of ten, both plot and art in my. Uh, oh wait, so now it's my second pick, uh, which is going to be it's it's from this. <laughs> This show probably shows my hand at uh, a bit of favoritism, but it's the it's from the same uh, publishing studio that publishes um, a stepmother's Maturin, which is um, a secret lady, or the lady, uh, the secret lady, secret, yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much the same title, um, in, and uh, it's about um, this the female lead whose name is. Rosalind. Um, in her previous life, she was able to see ghosts, and she was uh, pretty much ostracized for that. Um, and in her current life, um, she's the daughter of an archduke, which uh, a very very powerful family, and she's still she's still able to see ghosts. She doesn't tell anybody because obviously she's going to get burned at the stake for being a witch. Because uh, back then, um, which I believe since like the period dress is probably 14th century or 14th or 15th century around there and um so so yeah uh so basically she kind of sees that her sister kind of get possessed and manipulated by like this evil ghost and it kind of brings the downfall of her family and that's just in her second life so she gets like a third try afterwards and she's like okay I gotta prevent this thing from happening to my sister who she loves dearly uh she loves her new family and um the castle like the the royal castle that you know where the royal family stays shit ton of ghosts so many ghosts just walk, walking around there and she can see them but they're a lot like super scary or anything they're actually like very happy that they can that they have somebody that can, they can talk to because um once the ghost forgets their names they kind of turn into like rabid um specters of who they used to be so it's it's mainly for the ghost's sanity as well um so everything's good times and everything um so basically it's just um, Rosalind is working hard to prevent a disaster befalling her family, and then she gets swooped up into this political thing with the second prince, who Chartreuse. I don't know his. I don't remember his official name, unfortunately. But Chartreuse, which is I think a color of green, by the way. Um, he's very handsome. He's cunning. Um, he's very he's very savvy about his position as a second prince and it's and at first when it first came out everybody was like what the fuck is this what the fuck is happening where where, where is that and this is this is more this is more a politically driven otome isekai and i really like that you get to see like there's factions of the first and second prince that are going on and then there's people behind the scenes and then there's this all, all, all the, this other conflict with their supposed ally that's going on so it's it's while it has romance in it that's pretty much on the back burner this because 
romance right now is on the back burner because shit's going down in the country. Like you got to deal with the more immediate threat before you, you, you get a little uh, you get a little spooching going on, you know. Um, I really enjoy it. It's and I'm not really into politics in real life because they're kind of boring and, ugh, and I honestly find uh, politicians kind of idiots. But but this political, um, I don't know, is it a drama? Yeah, I guess it's not even drama. This like politically steered series is very interesting. I'm really enjoying it. I like seeing how they have to kind of like carefully step to make sure that their hand, because Rosalind is, is um, gets swept into being the maid of the second prince under disguise. He doesn't know that uh, she's the Arch Archduke's daughter. So there's that as well. Um, but it's, it's very interesting to see how they have to play political on this political chessboard. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. The plot is getting deeper and deeper. Um, right now, it's currently at 68 episodes. Um, it's on hiatus, unfortunately. But apparently it's coming back. It was supposed to come back uh, four days ago. So I'm expecting updates very soon. I can't wait to see what happens next. It's great. The art's great. It's it's from the same studio that makes Stepmother's Maturin. I see they take their, their research into uh, that period very seriously. Uh, it's pretty um, period accurate. Uh, kind of midi dark it's it's definitely a darker um tone um since it's in the 14th or 15th century and at that time it's like the dark ages or something like shit was not great in europe at the time um so it's like it's very great so if you're definitely more inclined into more political serious um not everything is like sunshine and rainbows there's not much comedy there's some but there's like not a lot, um, then this read is for you. I'm very much enjoying it. I really like the um, dynamic between the leads of Secret Lady too. They've got like this playful flirting going on. Yeah, they got like this playful banter that they're going yeah, in. But it's, all not, on. Like, it's not just verbal, it's physical too. Like, I like that, you know? Yeah, these are two smart people. Like these two, these two, it's not, it's not like the usual, like, oh, the female lead is slightly smarter because she's come from the future or whatever. No, these are two very smart people just like testing the waters, seeing how far they can go with each other without pushing too much and like trying to figure out what's their motives, how they work, what's their personality like and things like that. It's very fun to see like two equally matched individuals kind of dance around each other to see like what's up the other you know I, I like I like that I like that a lot honorable mention goes to um Roxana or how to protect the female fleet their brother but uh secret lady kind of is kind of top does it top it's topped it it's equal to or tops it um so yeah definitely read secret lady it's 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 good I remember it 
very kind of being like hated on because people didn't really get what was going on. Um, but like you, you need know, to, I, you need. I feel like there's almost like a consistency with like because stepmothers marching had the same issues as well. There's if like I guess like maybe that art that author has. Or that manhole artist has like the same issues where stuff, if it's not translated the way it's intended, that, that it's not conveyed as efficiently. Because like, remember how we had the same issues with Stepmother's March and with like those certain chapters when they were explaining like the stuff going on with like the political family and, and like with the with the royal the royal family and how that was going down. It's the same oh, yeah, yeah. red lady like. If it's not, like, you need to look, I mean, I'm not a translator for, for Korean at all. Pretty, but, yeah. Uh, pretty much read the official translation. Do not yeah, read exactly. machine translated shit because that's not, that's not, that's not going to work out for you. It's going to confuse well, not, the fuck out of you. Even the, it wasn't even the machine translated stuff at that point because there were tons of scan groups that had tried to work on this project. But the problem is, like, because their themes are very complex like it's it goes past okay so you're first of all there's like the the very base level of like machine translations just translating the words as they are right and then there's the second level of like slightly better you know like translations where the those are where the scan groups come in in my opinion. yeah like, like people have they, proof proofread the machine yeah yeah that's pretty they've much proofread it. it and they've tried their best to like make it you know more applicable to like english right and then there in my opinion is like the official licensed version because those people are not only looking at the translations but their intentions so um i feel like stepmother's marching and um secret lady specifically are series that like you have to get an idea of the the bigger picture like the whole intention of the author or else you're not going to understand the story well yeah yeah like like as i was saying um you the definitely read the official translation um and like don't breeze through it like don't like don't be like oh the pictures are pretty la 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 i can get the context from just the pictures no you cannot okay because i kind of did the same thing because i'm like a quick reader and I finally understood what was going on after I did a thorough second read through. You need to you need to read like read with a capital R is what you need to do with uh, both those series for you to completely yeah. understand. But, I, uh, feel, I feel like the, the people who are doing the official translators translations for those two series, which is Stepbrothers Marching and A Secret Lady. Uh, is that they have read the novel to the entirety because you need like like I was saying like you need to be able to know what the end is to be able to start explaining it as it goes like like I I'm convinced that the translators of those series have read the novels in their entirety so okay sorry so it is Putin's turn uh yep uh I guess the Second one that I wanted to talk about uh, is uh, Second Life of a Trash Princess, which is uh, a bit more traditional in terms of series. If I had to compare it to something, it's similar to Tear Moon, I guess, where it's a series of um, 
Uh, I guess I'll give the premise first. Um, the premise is the um, main character has returned uh, into their second life after having previously been a tyrant. Um, and her brother had originally been known to be very, like, gullible and trashy as the leader of the country. So in her second life, she's decided to kind of, like, solve things and pretend and prevent that end by becoming even trashier. Um, except everything she does gets misinterpreted as this, like, genius like tactical move or act of generosity or something so it's a very funny series um which i find with a lot of comedies sometimes it doesn't land this one really handles it well and all the characters are fantastic like all the maids uh are hilarious the male lead has got his own like weird funny quirks um and there's it's just a very well done series and i think because it didn't debut on like mangadex or bato and was on one of like the scan later sites that people don't really look at for otomes uh kind of flew under the radar a bit but it's a very funny and enjoyable series the romance is like surprisingly well done for something that's aiming for humor yeah i i also enjoy that series it's very well done i i like it it's it's definitely um I, I like keep an eye on kind of yeah thing. like <laughs> kind I of I didn't read it at all when I came when it came out because I saw the word trash in the title and I was like oh series yeah, with that like name tend to like not like be a bit too literal <laughs> if you know what I mean I find that like whatever the title is it's the opposite of in the series it's oh, God. <laughs> It's one hundred percent true. I mean, I guess you're right because, like, Princess in the dumpster, like, <laughs> she was not in a dumpster, guys. Um, yeah, no, that's a really good series. I also recommend it. Um, yeah, I have. That was another. I was the same routine where I did not pick it up when it first launched because there was a lot of hype for it. Um, and I was like, well, I mean, okay, whole girl's got a baseball bat. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Oh, yeah, she's got her beating what you're doing, you know? <laughs> yeah, the uh, pl uh, uh, pulverizing club. I love it. It's great. And it has her name elegantly scripted in cursive on it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely a ploy that could have backfired, but I think they executed it well. Yeah, like, I find series like that just, like, get caught up into, like, too much chaos, and it's just, like, random nonsense. But this one's pretty, like, focused towards what it's aiming for. Yeah, the other reason why I didn't pick it up right away is because I was afraid that the last time we had, like, a crack humor series, you know, was, um, if you touch my brother, y'all are dead, right? So, like, I was like, that, the romance for that series is, like, kind of non-existent. You know, like, I mean, yeah. so I was like, well, is this going to be, I mean, like, when I saw her with her bat, I was like, oh, it's going to be in the same kind of, you know, I was not keen to pick it up because of that. But, like, the romance for this is, like, surprisingly like, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, uh, if you touch my out. Uh, younger brother and your dead is like it number one percent 100 percent it's crack 
but it's like also kind of like a whirlwind like everybody was infatuated with it on the sub and everything when it first came out and now like um when i read it i again like going through just you know to recap uh, from what happened last chapter or whatever i'm just like oof i'm tired the uh, uh rosalind i believe her name or, or yeah rosalind just is too much of a whirlwind manic kind of adhd i'm not knocking adhd people okay just chill um but like it's just like so much it's just too much and i'm just like woof i'm tired just reading one chapter i'm, I'm tired yeah that, uh i'm I'm sure people love it. That one was too much random nonsense for me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't read it either. I was just like, oh man, that's a lot of stuff. So there's a lot going like on. It might even be like one of the series, like, this is actually better consumed with just memes. Like, not <laughs> yeah. Just read the series, just read the memes. Just look at the memes. Just look at the memes. It's just memes now. It's just memes. But the thing is, like, I mean, like the ML and you know, if you touch my brother, y'all were dead, is, like, such a golden retriever boy. Like, I feel bad. He's very nice. He's I a very nice him. guy. I just Can feel like he's... tied into another series? Yeah, because I feel like this one is a bit too manic for him. He's too he nice. Deserves better. Glenn deserves better. And also, it's like... For Glenn 2023. He's kind... Glenn is kind of being forced into this relationship kind of it's like he doesn't have another better option you know so we kind of have to take his shot with rosalind and it's just kind of it's kind of uh shitty no he's definitely the shitty... female lead in that relationship that's for damn sure like he's 100 percent the otome isekai female lead in that series it's it you know like so yeah it's uh, it's, it's fine if you turn off your brain <laughs> okay um it is there's turn so i don't hear about this series being talked a lot um but it's i'll save this damned family oh I, yeah i think the reason why people don't talk about it too much is because of the art style uh the only complaint i have with the art style is that the males the the guys they're drawn, they're, I, don't, I actually don't like the way they're drawn. I think it's like, I, I think it's like the, the, the fact that their eyes are slanted versus like everyone else whose eyes are like large, round, and like big, kind of. I just don't, I don't know. I, there was, there was a lot of cases where I, I was looking at some of the male characters and I was like, wait. You're a guy? I thought you were a woman. Um, but the the reason why I brought this up, this series up is because the writing is actually extremely good. the The writing is is amazing with the uh the mind games, the politics, the the dialogue be between characters. It's just done really, really well, and. I have no complaints about the writing, the storyboarding. Also, it has chubby um, representation, which is absolutely amazing. It has, and it shows that like, uh, that she exercises and it shows like a gradual progression of to her being like 
fit and um toned down kind of for for combat because I I didn't talk about the plot of the series but basically she she gets uh was it reincarnated or not not reincarnated but like thrown into yeah she like she regresses and it's like into the body of this girl who's in this family uh, Tara Elias and like her entire family gets executed or dies or something and it's, it's an entire conspiracy somebody's out to get them somebody's out to kill them and like throughout the entire uh, series you see that yeah someone is out to get them she's trying to figure out who she's she's such she she is such like a go-getter uh she 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 just has this energy about her that makes it that people just gather around her and want to work with her and i i really like that about i, I really like characters like that where it's not like oh here's i don't know it where where certain characters just look at her and be like wow i want to follow her no she gives them reasons to because she works for them like how they work for her and eventually they all just want to be with her like loyally and i i really like that i've been trying to read this series it's, this is also a series that's forever trapped on my plan to read list um because because some I don't know. I think like another Reddit talk in the past, like last year, uh, somebody mentioned that. Oh yeah, it's politically driven. I'm just like, oh okay, I like that kind of thing. I just never got around to it. Um, I've heard it's very good. I liked. I I knew that there was um, some chubby representation going on, and it's. So I was like, oh, that's interesting too, because like uh, that's that's something that hasn't been really shown in. Um, yeah oh my god i remember that series with the magic and she like no, she's like in the bathtub it. and then it, she instantly becomes like thin, thin and yes cold like, and cold, cold, beautiful you know, or something I, I mean, and i'm like, like oh my gosh no not like that uh, like, uh, I, 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 I one of that series but yeah. i actually oh I, no the late no ladies lost survival she she works out she works out we get like oh, a time it like, was the other one it was uh i i woke up as an ugly duckling oh that's the yes one. it is that one they yes that one just, oh my gosh. Uh, no no offense to the artist, art's terrible. It's just too it's too busy. There's too much going on. There's too much detail. It's yeah. sorry. I, I mean I need I need for someone to just stay chubby throughout the whole series. Like the guy from uh I'll walk the flowery path of evil in the villainous anthology. Like I need I need someone who's just gonna stay big. You know what I mean? Like that's what yeah. I have yeah and not like not well in 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 that one it's kind of like kind of like a comedy's like slapstick kind of thing that he's chubby and kind of like not um what other people would find desirable but the celestine she loves it because that's her 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 kink that's her, that's her thing <laughs> but i but i want i want i want somebody to stay chubby and not be used as it not it being used as a a, a comedic shtick 
you know? Could they that be? Even, they don't have, even have to be like babies, you know? Like if they could just even be like just voluptuous, you know? Like yeah, you know, yeah, not like not like uh, obese or anything that's like unhealthy. You know, I definitely just think it's it. because of like the Korean beauty standards. Most definitely, yeah. I could, oh, yeah. I know that's no, that like that's the yeah. reason. I know that's the reason, but it's just it sucks that we just don't get to see as much body diversity in um even even in in Jap even in Japanese uh, mangas. It, it's so rare that we get like a chubby character that's not being played up as like a a comedic sidekick. Or just like, or it's just, oh yeah, this is a character trait of this person and uh, kind of things. So, yeah, I get it. But. Okay, so I think everyone has done two rounds of their recommendations. So the next, um, the next item we have on our agenda is we're gonna play a little game, um, which is we're gonna have like a random letter generator. I'm gonna tell you guys um, what your letter is. And um, I'm going to click on the thing to let me know. And you have to give me either like a word or a name um, or a title or whatever from an Atomic Isekai series. It doesn't have to be anything, you know, detailed or whatever. Just give me a word or whatever from a series. So we're going in reverse speaking orders. So, um, sir, you are first. I'm gonna oh. click on your random letter is L. L. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm really bad at being put on the spot with stuff <laughs> like this. L. Why can't you send me the list before? <laughs> anything. We just talked about one no, uh, it can, it can like a few minutes ago. Like... Wife. Okay. No, no. Life okay. of, of what? Life of uh an unseemly lady. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that, that was actually the alternate title. For I was that close. The little lady behind the scenes. So you can <laughs> use There's that. a little lady behind the scenes. There we go. <laughs> I, rem I remember you talking about that and it has an L. All right. Um, it is King's turn. Press letter. Oh, no. Your letter is F. F. Um, for better, for worse. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now I can't use that one. Um, no give me's. I got nothing. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm bad at this. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why we had been putting off playing these games in the past podcast. But maybe See, like... Fox? If it was V, then there would be like thousands to choose from. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about Fox? There's like tons of... Oh, Fox. Um, oh, there's... Baby uh, Fox. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Pretend I said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is Wiggly's turn. You guys are going to get better at this during the next round. I, I can tell. Um, uh, Wiggly... So you're telling me there's multiple rounds. Oh, there's three rounds. Um, oh. <laughs> your letter, Wiggly, is J. J. J as in Julian. Um... There's Julia. Well, I don't. I don't know that series. So, um, ju um, oh, Justice of a Villainess. Very good. Awesome. See, you guys are gonna get better with time. I know it. Okay, my letter is P. Um, Princess of the Attic. 
there we go. Um, there, it's back to your turn. Your letter oh, is pressing is M. M, Mother's Marching. <laughs> I know she's okay, a stepmother, but it's stepmother marching. <laughs> How dare you? Marching. Marching. Um, How dare you? <laughs> you already did better than last time, so there you go. Um, okay, let me see. Pressing the letter for Putin. Oh my god. Putin, your letter is you. Crap, isn't there one like, oh, uh, Untamed Lady or something like that? There. Yeah, I think there uh, is. There's Unseemly Lady and there's. Yeah, there's that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep fishing for answers. It seems like it's working. It's kind of it's going in your favor. Okay, it is. Okay, let me click the letter again. Oh my god, Wiggly, your letter is K. Kill the villainess. Dang, you get this. All right, my letter is A. Okay. Um. Um. A. A way to love the. Wait, a way to protect the lovable you. Yay. Um, okay. This is the last round. Zer, your letter is G. Um, what even has a G <laughs> at the start? I wish I could say, like, a Tome game, something, something, but... You, you can, I mean... I mean, it has an you... O in front of it, like, a Tome, a Tome game. What has a G? Good, good. No idea. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give a, an Atome game like a title that starts with Atome game or has Atome game? What's that one series with the with the mob and the and the guy and he got Isekai yeah. into his sister's game or something? The gardener. No, the game? the other. Oh yeah, there's also the gardener one, isn't there? Is that good? Huh. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of different, yeah, like, I told my game ones. You're talking about... No, the guy is like, there's mechas and, and stuff. In, in I don't... Apparently. I thought... I Didn't we say that it was... Didn't we rule that that was an ultimate? I saw that world, Talon posted that uh, yeah. in the like, announcement thing, so... Yeah. Yeah, like a Otome something. The world I got trapped in my system. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's also, oh, like, how not... Whatever. Yeah, tough for mob characters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, the garden one that you were talking about is called I'm Not Even an Otome Game Mob Character. It's just that they both have the words Otome Game Mob in the title. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, it is Putin's turn. Your letter um, is H. H. Just a heroin. <laughs> There you go. Uh, very good. Um, it is Wiggly's turn. Wiggly, your letter is M. 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 Um, let's see. Oh, uh, uh, Marriage B. Oh, yeah. Are you reading that? I am reading that. Is it good? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah. My letter is N. Um, Nora from Stepmother's Marching. Yay! Okay, that was that was fun. I know you guys hate being put on the spot, but that was fun. <laughs> um, it was fun seeing 
seeing us fail, seeing us struggle. Stop. It was not. I got one. It counts. Medium level. (laughs) Okay. um, So the last item on the agenda is if you guys want to discuss any um, animes or shows, Otome Isekai or non-Otome Isekai, they don't have to be animated. They can be real life shows too. Um, there's no talking order, so if any of you guys want to chime in, that is fine. Um, are you guys watching any of the Otome Isekai this series? I mean, this season? Um, I've. Uh, it's it's kind of. I am watching the uh, Lizalette. Um. Uh, Endo and Kobayashi's uh, commentary. I am watching that. I've I've watched episode one so far. Um, I haven't watched episode two. Um, oh, the thing is, uh, I've about Ultimate Isekai anime is that if I've read it before, I kind of since I already know what's going to happen, that I kind of it's kind of like not a necessary watch for me. So it's hard. Um, from what I've seen so far, it's you know, it's follow it's following the 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 manga the manga so far. Um, but the, the, the I got it. so where where are you watching it? Oh, I'm watching it on a pirated site because oh, okay. um, I couldn't find Crunchyroll is not good. I, I mean, you can find it on Crunchyroll, but like, I don't want to support Crunchyroll because they're awful and they don't pay their translators well, and they're trying to monopolize on um, anime streaming. So there's no other kind of service that you can get with that much variety that they have. So it's just like a bunch of shady things. I don't want to go into it right now, but just personal okay. um, moral beliefs, I don't want to support Crunchyroll anymore. Well, I even tried to watch it on Crunchy because I the subscription but i didn't i couldn't find it on there and i was like okay i guess i'll go pirate it because yeah so, I, so the, the problem that i have and i mean i guess I've, I've seen it in some of the creator artwork too but i didn't want to accept it is that like everyone is blonde in that series everyone is effing blonde and it's like isn't the isn't the isn't the og female leap have pink hair okay she's the only one that's not blonde but like everyone else is blonde, and I'm like, listen, I know we're trying to go for like the European standard or whatever. I'm like, can you guys, can you guys have a little variety of? Your you know, history? there, you know, there's other color hair colors besides blonde. There's brunette, so, so, yeah. auburn, strawberry yeah. blonde. There's as uh, even black hair or dark brown hair. Guys, uh, widen up your variety. <laughs> I think I'm so I, mean. I, I was hoping that what is his name Elud um would have as as Siegfried yeah Sig like I really was hoping that his hair would be lighter um like platinum more platinum blonde and I, I guess technically he does have platinum blonde hair in the anime but I was like could you be like a little lighter shades than everyone else it's just very hard to tell them apart you know so yeah well whitlash if you're talking right now we're just getting some static on your side so just uh just a heads up oh there we there we go okay cool um so i'm watching um i've I've started watching 
um, the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Um, I had not read the manga and I was like, okay, well, that one was on Crunchyroll. So I was like, all right, let me watch this. Um, oh my God, it is so good. It is so good. Um, the, the effing budget that they poured into this anime is like really high. I can tell like the art is like sublime. I mean, the transitions are great. Like the last Satomi Isekai um, anime series that I had watched was last season's, um, you know, I'm a villainess, so I'm keeping the last boss. And the budget for this one for Magical Revolution is way higher. Like you can tell that I mean, there's a lot more money involved in creating this series, which I'm really happy with because so far it's a great story and it's like girls love, you know? So I'm like, heck yes, I am so on board with this series. I didn't expect that it was going to be that good. If I knew that it would, it would be that good, I probably would have read the, the manga. Um, but even now though, like I don't want to pick up the manga because I'm the same way with Lee, where like, if I consume both of the media, it becomes hard for me to keep going. Like, for example, like I had read the completion, death is the only ending for the villainess. So it's hard for me to keep up with the manhwa because I already know what's happening in the novel, you know, like, um, so it's, I, I don't want to do that with the series, Magical Revolution. So I was like, all right, let's just watch the anime. It is so top tier anyway, so I'm just going to do that. But yeah. Um, Zare and King, do you have anything that you're watching, even if it's not in the I've been watching Bochi, The Rock. Uh, it's a little moe. Uh, it's about, it's kind of similar to K-On, where they have four characters. Uh and that are in a band and sidecast and they're in a band and they're absolutely uh they they just work with super well off of each other character writing wise and the music is absolutely amazing i i love the music of that show and it, i i love the uh the character progression for the main girl bochi especially because she's literally a social anxiety uh kid and it's absolutely adorable it's uh, i've heard it's very <laughs> relatable i haven't watched it myself because i'm kind of i don't I'm, I'm kind of done with the whole high school setting because it is I very just... relatable uh yeah i would say so to certain people um because it's like she she has trouble making friends. She has trouble going out. Um, but the the way the animators do it, uh, so this show, uh, is animated very very well. I have, it is possibly one of the best animated shows, uh, of recent because it goes through many different styles, and it flows absolutely amazingly um and the storyboarding for everything is phenomenal they brought back a lot of like uh big name animators actually on board this show 
and it really shows and i i love it it's probably it's probably my anime of 2022 uh and i watch i'm kind of picky with the shows i watch i've also been watching uh gundam witch of mercury uh but i've heard about that as well you don't have to know anything about gundam to watch that like it yeah it's, it's not a mainline uh gundam series it's like it's like in a universe far, far away kind of thing. Uh, but it is very good. Um, a little, little messed up here and there, but it's it's good. It's very, very as, good. As a little Gundam, a little messed up, yeah. No, it's very messed up. Uh, pretty much all, um, almost all Gundam is messed up. Why? Because oh, it's Gundam war. always has something. Yeah, always, it's war. Always has something. It's about war. War's messed up. That's the reality of it. Up, yeah. That's right. That's right. And it's very it's a, like, it's even though it's like futuristic there's a lot of like monarchy you know like dynamics going on so people are like oh like there's some like not not maybe not in the series but like in other gundam series like people are like oh incest blah, blah, blah. like well like i mean <laughs> you know? yeah. that happens hey, man, they're in Come space on, guys. yeah they're in yeah, space like, space incest propagating the universe looks like but uh anyway um what about you king uh not really anything i'm watching i'm horrible with watching things i just read and watch random bullshit in the background are you reading that's fair uh well we already discussed two of those series (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it was great to have you guys on today i know we went a little bit over our desired time slot but we kept it nice and short i feel like um and i hope that everyone can join us next time um if you guys have anything that you want to hear us talk about in the future just drop a comment or send a mod mail Uh, thanks for joining us thank you happy new year happy new year happy new year guys